Your beard hair is okay. all over this microphone. Yeah, I don't think it's. Right now. I don't Did think you it's, just like shave your beard over all the microphone? I don't think it's my beard hair. It's definitely not my beard hair. My beard hair isn't that long. It could be Scott's could beard be hair. I don't use that microphone. I get anymore. right up on it. I like to touch my microphone. It, See, this is what happens yeah. when we switch seats. City Podcast. I am Justin. I'm Brogan. I'm Scott. You were supposed to leave a pause, bro. Oh, was I? Yeah, you fucked that up. Okay, should I do it again? Yeah. Okay. Welcome to the Grit City Podcast. How long do I pause for? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I hate you. I'm Justin. Uh, I hate you. I'm oh, Rogan. Yeah. And I'm Scott. I'm Jeff. Oh, welcome to the new year, new us. I don't know. It's the same us, but we've got a Patreon, so that's really fun. And we do have different tiers of our Patreon, and some of them are just as easy as paying four bucks a month, uh, and it's a, essentially one buck an episode, Yeah, which is uh, very helpful for us. This is helping us buy equipment and gear if you go up a little bit higher for the eight dollars it's a t-shirt and then you get access to a whole bunch of fun stuff yes man how can you go wrong for eight bucks you get a t-shirt and 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 one for sure, but we might put out more later on. There's no guarantee. Yeah. I, and, I, I love having the Shroom Brothers, right? Yeah. And some of these designs, uh, the Shroom Brothers, if you know anything about them, uh, they, the, the designs are just amazing. And so we were able to contract them to make a, a, a new logo for us, which is on our hoodies and uh, the t-shirts. And speaking of hoodies, if you want to get some, because I know some people are bugging us to get some, well, the easiest way and the best way for us is to go up to the third tier, which is, I think, 20 bucks a month bugaboo yeah yeah yes. we do a 20 and yep. a 50 and that will get you a hoodie or two t-shirts so if you want to rock them that way and i mean hoodie is the traditional pacific northwest attire it's something that you need and something i'm wearing right now brogan's wearing his hoodie jeff's wearing his too god damn you guys are all sporting it yeah, where's yours I, I didn't I, I didn't have one becca becca got my oh the yeah wife took mine yeah Scott's not wearing his i am wearing a shroom brother shirt though you guys yeah see that? yeah you're still yeah. wearing a shroom brother shirt because they got a ton of other stuff check Doesn't them out if it's not a great city podcast <laughs> and then also, finally, uh, we have the business tier, which is 50 bucks, and it gets you a mention on the Grit City podcast. And guess what? We actually have someone doing that. What? Yes. Before, right, right as we Castle started? motherfucking security, yo. Well, there's no um, motherfucking or yo on that, so it's just Castle Security, which you can find at castlesecpro.com. If you gotta get your shit protected, yo. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it was Jason, the bacon savior. We've had him on a he couple times. Fucking life while we were camping, bro. And he is also like he's not only saving Brogan's life, which is keeping this podcast going. We're also camping, playing magic cards, yo. <laughs> he 
also is contributing to our longevity. That's a big word. Um, He's helping us buy new equipment by uh, giving to us via the Patreon. So give some uh, shout-out props to him. Uh, Also, go to castlesecpro.com. You can go back and listen to the previous podcast, but he's looking at helping people secure their places, just like he did with Brogan at Wizards Keep Games. Damn, Skippy, it's like a symbiotic relationship with your best friends, Mm -hmm. but we can make sure that you get paid and we get paid and you will have a great time and a hoodie or two t-shirts. Well, this turned and into a weird you musical. Can hang out with us just for a simple $50 a month. Yeah. And it is one of those things where, hey, if you do that and you've got a business to promote, go ahead and uh, and give you, go ahead and give us a little backing there. Also, by the way, we have the right to refuse something like that. So don't head and go ahead and put something that we don't like because we, we're not going to be able to stop and op- drop and open up shop. And we will make sure that you get paid and we get paid. But there's no guarantees. He's just trying to we- fix shit in now. Yeah. You horn it in there, bro. <laughs> Stuff it in. Keep going. Come on. Support us at patreon.com backslash Grid City Podcast. If you want to send us an email and maybe there's something cool going on in the uh, Lower South Sound, you can send us info at gritcitypodcast.com. All that social media and everything. You can actually just click on all of that right on whatever device you're using. Yeah, just click on the artwork. Pro- yeah, there's a button. You're good at that too, Scott. So I don't do it. You don't do it? No. There's programmers that do that shit. Oh, so or it just we, doesn't Oh, you mean the art? artwork you do the artwork i do yeah 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 don't tell anybody (laughs) (laughs) with us today we've got a pair from the tacoma sun we've got eric and josh how you guys doing this morning good thanks for having us on yeah just just magical super excited (laughs) (laughs) you sound excited it's kind of an early sunday morning it's a shitty sunday morning (laughs) dude okay so uh who here had to deal with the windstorm bullshit last night me yeah yeah, yeah, my fence was down. Your fence right. was down? My fence started to go down. It's sagging. It's really sad. I had to prop up a table up against it so it'll not fall over, <laughs> which is terrible. Uh, Do you guys have uh, any uh, windstorm issues uh, last night? I saw one of our city council members have uh, a tree fall in her house, but other than <gasps> that, that, not... That kind of sucks. Yeah. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> but nothing in my neighborhood. Uh, we There's not too many trees left. Oh, really? Where you at? Yeah. Uh, near Cook's Tavern. Oh, that's a great area. Where's that about? Uh, it's over on the other... Uh, so, remember where I lived with the crazy vegan lady? Yeah. That is 21st Street. So, uh-huh. it's on the back side of 21st Street up in the corner. Oh, okay. Uh... Uh, there's a, the college and all that. Cook's Tavern's where Linda works. Oh, okay. <laughs> Linda. We all know Linda. Yeah, you all know Linda. <laughs> <laughs> we got all that. Everybody got yeah. that crazy vegan lady. Crazy vegan Linda lady. The backside. You, know, yeah. you know, over there. Right. Over yeah. there. Josh, you had to deal with any of that? Oh, just wind chimes, you know. Oh, yeah. lucky just you. I know, Scott, you had to, the fence dealing and had to uh, run off with uh, chasing down your garbage yeah. cans. That's the wind chime I heard last night with my <laughs> garbage cans hurrying <laughs> down the road. And you know what sucks is it could have been anybody's in the neighborhood and as soon as i heard it i was like i fucking know it's mine i know <laughs> it's mine right and i laid there and listened to it go and go and then i was like fuck i have to get up and go fix it you actually have to go get it and it was like one o'clock in the morning so we were laying there 1 40 in the morning and all of a sudden you hear this just, just giant crash because oh, the fuck. fence directly behind my head on the other side of the wall because the way my house is situated i'm in the back corner mm-hmm. just this horrible crash and my wife got these two huge uh, 
aluminum letters, one for A, one for B, on the other side of the bed. Okay, it's, yeah, because... It's adorable. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. Those things, when something hits the side of the house, makes this giant clang. Dang. I shot up out of bed like a rocket, and she's like, oh, you're just now kidding. <laughs> she'd been up, she'd already gone outside and chased the garbage can once. So I'm like, what was that crash? And then, then we could hear the gate just slamming against something all willy-nilly. I'm like, fuck, fine, I'll go out and I'll close the gate again, and, and we'll latch it. And she's like, I already did that. I'm like, well, that's weird. It must have ripped the latch loose. Like... I go outside, the whole fence is just falling over. Garbage can is down the way. I'm in a bathrobe with nothing but my whitey tighties and some like shitty flip flops on. Wind's blowing and I'm freezing. And I have to lift a 150 pound planter and drag it across the yard to pin the door cl- from slapping because there's nothing to, to hook it to. It's just yeah. slapping the side of the house. I'm like, well, I guess I could use this garbage can. That's just going to blow over or fly off into the neighbor's yard. <laughs> Oh, man, that was... And then there was no power, and we got two kids, and the kids wake up, and they're like, we're cold. Like, oh, you want heat? <laughs> so wife had to get up and make, make two fires, one in the living room and one in the den. And oh, like, I love the wife had to get up and do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was like, oh, tough shit. Yeah, like, oh, get an extra blanket. I know, layers. <laughs> Learn it. That's why I'm dressed like this, is basically what I slept in. <laughs> So, so, yeah, Stormageddon. Yeah, Stormageddon. Uh, that's uh, kind of the fun, newsworthy sort of thing that's going on, at least uh, in the new year right now. Another interesting thing is that you guys are bringing back the Tacoma Sun. Tell us a little bit about this project. Uh, wh- why are you bringing back the Tacoma Sun? Well, I think, uh, well, first of all, well, I want to give some cred here to Morgan Alexander, who was our is our founder of the Tacoma Sun, and he started it back, I think it's 2007. Mm-hmm. And back this is many, many years ago, maybe before you guys got active, but there used to be a thing called the Blogosphere. And the oh, Blogosphere yeah. ran everything. No one had really heard about podcasts. And so there is there is Exit 133. Good and old then, Exit 133. I know, I miss yes. them. They, you never see them anywhere anymore. Yeah. And then there is this kind of conglomeration of them called Feed Tacoma, ran by Kevin Freitas, who's kind of a tech guy. But then he ran, escaped, or quote-unquote graduated to Seattle. <laughs> and so he left and then his uh this the blogosphere kind of died between those two things so we tried to have something uh that added a little bit of thought to to uh civic life in Tacoma because if you look around and you look at all the problems Tacoma have has they've been made by created by one bad decision that Tacoma's made at one time or another Mm -hmm. why is this why is there a big hole in the middle of the city where it looks like someone nuked it between North End and downtown and South End of downtown. There used to be buildings there that was nuked by the city. So, right. Uh, so when we're uh, getting involved, what would generally happen from policies is something would happen like a windstorm. Okay, like a windstorm and a fence would fall down, mm-hmm. and all the citizens would just come down to city hall and say, "This is equivalent." To, they'd go, "We need to ban fast wind and ban any wind <laughs> over ten miles an hour." And they go, "Okay, everybody, put your concerns down on a piece of paper." And they go, this is our new law. So no fences and no trees <laughs> and no this. So 
kind of a reactionary at reactionary, that point. Yeah. Totally. Kind of a NIMBY reactionary. And our failure to kind of be a little smart about things has kind of led to Como where it is. Our education factors kind of low here. Mm-hmm. Um, they've struggled. There hasn't been a lot of people in government with um, degrees or planners that have that had much. And it was just kind of a reactionary thing, which has kind of led it to where we are now. Mm-hmm. And probably, although, you know, Tacoma's improved a lot. Yeah. But. And that's one of the fun things that uh, looking at it now. I mean, uh, Brogan and I grew up here in the in the nineties, eighties uh, and nineties. Side and UP, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so there's been a, a a bit of a change, and obviously for the better at this point. But we still need to progress in those sort of terms. Uh, one of the things is, and if you go to thetacomasun.com, uh, one of the articles up there right now is talking about the scooter craze. Yes. And Seattle had the the Lime bikes and the Bird bikes, and, but they were like, no scooters. Scooters are dangerous and we're not going to have people going down our big old hills. And Tacoma was like, nah, fuck it. We'll just let people kind of figure it out. And so the scooters have been coming down here and you guys are all in and all excited for the scooters. Yes. Absolutely. It's all about options. You gotta have options. Rarely do we get to a chance to be ahead of the game with Seattle, and I think this is a great opportunity for us to do that. Uh, we beat Seattle in something. Yeah. We have that one thing, and we're better at them. So why do you? Why are you guys advocating uh, scooters? Totally options. It's uh, it's a great. It's an easy way to jump on. It's relatively cheap. Um, it's pretty accessible for a lot of people, and it's fun too. You know, is you it? Know, there, is it? it looks oh, dangerous. Yeah. I mean, oh, I know Scott know. and I were talking about like doing a pub crawl and oh, we should. going from each one. But I now mean, I want to do it again. I know. It's got me fired up. I'm like, yeah. They Wait a minute. Have you guys done scooters? Who's a scooter? Who's done it? Um, none of us. Out. I have no. an e-bike. I guess once you ride a scooter once, it's kind of fun, and your whole mind changes about Dude, it. Dude, you know what we do? I have it planned out. So we start all the way on the other side of Hilltop at whatever bars mm-hmm. and, and whatever, and we do scoot to the boot. There you go. And we scoot all the way. We go from... I'm writing that down. No, flying from, boot, from boot to boot. You go from the flying boot, and then you end at the Rhine House where everybody can order a boot oh, to drink. Scoot nice. for the boot. Oh, that's good. Oh, I like it. <laughs> and you get a Lager scooter. You don't have to care about parking it or yeah. storing it. Just leave it. Yeah. With like bikes or something like that. And you know, yes. you can no longer get a DUI on non-motorized vehicles. Really? Right? Yep, that's mm-hmm. totally... They you used to be able to get a DUI on a bicycle. Yeah, I know. My, un- not anymore. my uncle did. My uncle did. <laughs> oh, which one? Howard or Carl? Howard. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah at least, um, who was wearing his helmet? Guys? Uh, they did the... The bike, microbrew. Microbrew, yeah. <laughs> Those guys, they, yeah, they, they, they used to be able to get a DUI yeah. for riding a bicycle, and then they mm. said, then they changed that law. Yeah. yeah. My uh, attorney told me that. Scooters <laughs> is kind of similar to, like, uh, Uber. It gives people what they want. Like, there's a market out there when people actually want, and believe it or not, that's quite what people actually want on 6th Avenue, downtown, or stadium is quite a bit different than uh, what a committee of 60-plus people at City Hall want of a committee advising the city council what mm-hmm. they should have so there's a huge gap of what kind of like what what music should young people be listening to let's have a committee for that yeah versus what do they actually want to listen to so and with it gives people what they want and they use it and it's it's 
ugly. I mean, look at the scooters. They're falling all over the race. They're parked over here. They're That's kind of my a biggest mess. concern about Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know what? There's a beauty in that. There's a beauty in it because it's giving people just what they want, how they want it, and not docked. It, Seattle's tried different things with, like, bike sharing where they have, like, a station for the bikes. And then you, okay, check on your bike and give your insurance card and put your give them your driver's license. And then it takes a half hour to check it out. Then you have to go to another station. People don't want to do that. They want to grab a drink just like you guys were talking to go boot to boot and then instantly go from one place to another and then drop it off and not care. They need to uh, drink holders on those. <laughs> I'm just saying. Is that a little too enabling? That's a little there? too much Las Vegas. Not enough. Not enough. There's nothing wrong with Vegas. Not enough granola, time, son. Yeah. Uh, but like, the, like, even like the age disparity like you're talking about, like we've got uh, UW Tacoma down here. Yeah. And um, it, it's interesting in that end because you were just talking about the Rhine House. Like the Rhine House basically turns into a club for like yeah. college kids. It gets weird at night, right? We, we showed up there and it was a bunch of almost 40 or We're over like, 40 oh, something. Yeah. We'll go to yeah. this Rhine House. It looks nice. And we went in there playing like um, the ping pong game. Uh, well, there was there were some people playing like I, uh, I think they were playing. Uh, uh, they got mini they, golf now. Do they got? The I know they had bocce bar. ball. Yeah, it was crazy. Oh, uh, the mini golf thing. You guys got to check it out. It's pretty cool. They also had like a ring that you just like throw yeah. at like a nail in oh, like, right. like, like the wall. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what this is, but it just seems like a good idea for a drinking game. Uh-huh. But like, yeah. Yeah, it's like there's the youthful atmosphere that um, with also UW Tacoma and also uh, UPS, mm-hmm. um, PLU. There's actually a good amount of colleges down here that a lot of there's a lot of younger people are going to. So they're mm-hmm. they're going to be the ones that are utilizing this sort of stuff. So it makes sense that you, they would actually have all of that. Mm-hmm. The, the stats support it too. You know, younger people are more likely to use it, and if we want to attract those kinds of people, you know, this is a great opportunity. Just because old it. people are scared, that's well, the only reason. You know. I, I think it's actually really <laughs> important. We had. Um, um, the guy on from Fab Lab, the zero, so he had the flying car. Uh-huh. And like he said, it, the the last mile home mm-hmm. is a huge deal, mm-hmm. right? Like um, everybody can take public public transit. Mm-hmm. You get close to your house, but how do you get that last mile, right? That's mm-hmm. that's the killer. And it scooters fills it in. That, right? It yeah. fills in that gap. Yeah. It fills it in. Now, you guys are probably, the council's going to debate it over the last six months, and there's going to be, once again, citizens coming up, and they're going to go, okay, put your, send your concerns in. What are your concerns? Of course, one of them is safety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, they don't, don't go fast know. enough. They need to they, go a little faster. Yeah. <laughs> don't you know you could get hurt on a scooter? You could get hurt, and then someone's going to get hurt, and they go, look at this hurt child. Isn't it terrible? We have a child hurt on scooter. Well, that's true and unfortunate, but it doesn't make any sense unless we compare it with the other transportation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So right. for the we last year. tons right? of kids with cars right? before yeah. we ever <laughs> did. Well, and that was a big concern exactly. about Maybe not really. put it that way. <laughs> My mom just really? used to do the, the hand car seat. Did you guys? get that just yeah you down. i just bought my nine-year-old rollerblades and we're just doing a countdown till a broken wrist right like it's just gonna happen anyway yep. right so rollerblades let's compare yep. them okay want to talk about uh, safety okay let's be fair then let's look at how many people are dying and get injured by cars how many i mean i hear about people falling off like you know the on-ramp all the time and dying or going the wrong ways and you know and people just kind of go huh oh well they, that happens you know. deserved it you went the wrong way yeah. you hit a tree i don't so. think they're really responsible for your safety anyway like the city's not responsible for you, my safety if I ride a bike, mm-hmm. right? I'm responsible for my own safety, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, if so, anybody's yeah. responsible, it's the people that own the bikes. Right. If, I mean, uh, legally, right? 
right? But the they city loves to regulate. They'd regulate the yeah. wind if they could do it. Know. Trust me, they're going to get all in there and they will pass something. So I think we need to compare them to uh, bicycles, cars, and uh, oh, I, I keep hearing they go, they're blocking the view. They're in my view and I can see them everywhere. And so I wonder, I, I tell them, I bet when you look on the road that 99.9% of your viewage is going to be filled by cars, yep. not by scooters. You're going to have to find, like, where's the scooter on the road? Oh, that little tiny sliver over there. Oh, your whole view is like one big parking lot. Dude, it sucks to yeah. drive downtown anyway, right? Like, why not scooters, man? <laughs> it's it's uh, one of those problems is finding parking, which uh, by way of Seattle, like, Tacoma parking is 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 pretty easy. Eat, super easy. And yeah. free 99% yeah. of the time. Yeah. Or, not downtown. Or, like, super cheap, though. It's, like, super cheap. Like, it's really not not that expensive especially when you're paying like 250 an hour up in Seattle whatever yeah, liberal. Like 50 <laughs> <laughs> like Sorry, I'm okay with myself. paying a little bit of uh, of course a you are of, of course you are yeah no, just, it sure. relieves it you can only geometrically fit so many people on it and what do we want our downtown to look like Walmart parking lots well that's what you get yeah yeah. Uh, if you demand a parking actually you get federal way if you want to demand a parking space everywhere you go well then you get an urban design of federal way uh, which doesn't really have a semblance of a city. They call it a city. Yeah, I don't like Federal Way. Yeah. I don't like it at all. I don't know. No, I live in Renton. <laughs> <laughs> so more options you get, the better. More people can come in. More ways you... that We went through the same thing with Uber. Isn't going to be safe? Is it going to do this and that? Now there's like thousands of people working for Uber. We it jumped on Uber, on. man. Yeah. We were like, Uber yeah. was our first sponsor. <laughs> yeah. We were like the very first people ever. <clears throat> right? Yeah. Oh. We were on Uber super early. Like, yeah. I think we we hit up the guy. He was the first guy. Yeah, in he was the like state their first sales guy in the state of Washington. Now he's like the like regional director for Washington. Yeah. You still know California. him, huh? We still got the, we still got his yeah. email address. You should, we we still should know talk him. to him. I mean, it's cool knowing people. You he know, might be, yeah. he I might be people. too cool for us. We fucking know people, Justin. <laughs> God damn it, we know all kinds of people. Where you been at? Oh uh, well, well, the city almost quashed Uber. I mean, they almost destroyed it. Really? And there's a big fight. So the there's kind of an underlying uh, kind of fight too. It's not just a bunch of geeks going, well, what's the best policy here? There's a lot of interests that are conflicted when you have like Uber, because now it's like, well, maybe people won't ride the bus as much. So it's like, and some people don't like that because the city always wants you to ride the bus. And it, the bus is good, but a lot of people, ah, I just, what about the cabbies? don't want to read the bus. They don't want to ride the bus. Yeah. <laughs> they want to go other places. Some people, some places, the bus is cool. Okay, to everybody out there, the bus is cool. But some people want, don't want to do it. They want to do Uber. They want more flexibility. And they don't need a parking spot. So it really is uh, Uber and the scooters are really good for uh, urban dense areas where you don't you can't park everybody in a huge park. Mm -hmm. Walmart parking lot. Yeah. And uh, and Eric, you literally just put out an op ed on uh, Tacoma News Tribune talking about the parking in the stadium district, because that seems to be one of those interesting spots. And one of the things that I noticed in the article that was um, I guess it was kind of mind boggling to me was just the fact that there are um, certain private residences or not residences, but businesses that have wide open parking, a lot of them being churches and such like that, that are wide open open on every day except for Sunday, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they're not even like doing something like leasing them out or doing something for parking in that area. Mm-hmm. And um, is there a reason for that? Or is it just maybe these people haven't been like the, the churches haven't been uh, uh, brought like they haven't been proposed this sort of situation or something? Mm-hmm. Well, there's just not for, I, there's just not much demand. People go nuts when I tell them this. There's just not that much demand for parking compared to 
like Seattle. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. it's just tiny. You can still park even at like Proctor's Farmers Market when there's Art Fest. I can still have to walk two blocks for it. Yeah. In Seattle, you'd pay twenty bucks or at least fifteen, mm-hmm. walk four blocks in a six story parking garage and be happy you found it. Yeah. Okay. So it is very very low. I don't think there's quite enough money to do it, but but they might be changing now. But I don't think there's enough money uh, to do, lease that out. Mm-hmm. By the way, one thing thing they've considered right in stadiums. There's the school district has a three story empty parking garage on like Friday and Saturday night, completely empty. Just really, mm-hmm. yeah. So mm-hmm. the whole yeah, okay, thing. Yeah. Going, oh my God, we just don't have enough parking. It's just terrible. It's yeah. sad. There is, and of course, if you walk <laughs> down by, behind the hub and stuff, there's all these churches with hundreds of spaces that are empty. Mm-hmm. However, is that that could change though as the demand gets higher? It'd be nice if the city kind of helped negotiate that between businesses or maybe leased it out for a very small amount of money. There's tons of parking. That's one of, I mean, actually, that's one of Tacoma's main problems is they prioritized for 60 years parking over everything and about wiped out half of the city. Wow, really? Yeah. Well, let's take a walking tour Mm -hmm. on uh, downtown on Pacific Avenue Mm -hmm. between like 12th and 20th. Yeah. Enjoy your walk into the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> On Commerce and Broadway, you can look. There's nine, uh, nine adjacent parking garages and stalls right there in this huge, massive dead zone you can barely walk mm-hmm. out. Um, so anytime there's been a conflict, they've always just knocked down buildings and, and then put up, of course, the North Park Plaza parking garage, which Mayor Barsma used to call, say it was like the tombstone there. So <laughs> it's, it's nasty. Mm-hmm. Well, that's before you even get to the dead zone. Then you get these scary parking garages. Looks like you Dawn of the Dead. Well, and that was walk in there. Wasn't one just on Broadway just closed because of all the issues that they've been having with it, or at least they want right. to close it. There's the been a lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's just, I don't know. Is it's, I, It seems like sort of maybe even a chicken and the egg sort of thing at this point where what do you do with this parking? Because you need parking, but right. also if there's this abundance of like not good parking, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you're dealing with like, well, we need businesses, but businesses don't want to be around because of this sort of situation. Is there, like, I mean, I'm asking you guys who are just running uh, like a, 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 an online newspaper blog yes. sort of thing, <laughs> how do you fix these sort of things? But like, fix this problem for us. Yeah. How do oh, you yeah. parking? How do you even begin? We're I guess fix at that it point? right now, <laughs> right now, Grid City Podcast. We're gonna fix a thing right now. I'll take some notes here, Uh-oh. but but, yeah. you, but you guys, but you guys do have some ideas. Oh yeah. So like, um, is it just talking to the council people and trying to get into their brains that like these are the issues? Oh, you need? we've been talking to their brains for years. <laughs> okay, okay. So this is this is a cum- this uh, accumulation of. Well, I've been writing about parking for ten years. Come on, you, really? dude, you read yeah. his articles, right? Yeah. That he did, 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 that. <laughs> didn't just happen right <laughs> like that that's some stuff yeah. he thought about for a while parking uh here's the short of it first of all you you have to uh maximize the number of spaces you can get like cut them out like proctor's great you know what they did that silly suburban berm mm-hmm. like farmer's market is yeah yeah they when there's don't have the market they've cut out those berms they and they have parking spaces oh. head-in spaces so you maximize the curb spaces you don't want to be parking like on building lots because if you do that then you have these huge dead zones like pacific avenue because that's all sad so you maximize them out and then if you get demand high enough at one point yes you need to start regulating parking and then that's what we did for downtown but it's supposed to be not to raise money, not to punish people, hmm. but just to manage it. So you only have the lowest price you can charge and still have like 
one out of seven empty spaces, mm-hmm. then everything works great. But even then, our demand's so low, it only supports a dollar an hour. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh, wow. it, Seattle is up to like four. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So especially in the prime areas. Yeah. The, dan- the demand is very low. So that's what you do. In Stadium, I put out in an article a few things you could do first sharing space. You can cut out more curbs. You can extend the two hours zone because right now there's areas that don't have any time limit at all. So you add to the pool. But yeah, five years from now, it may be like, dude, that's still not enough. And like, we're going to have to you know, go into that dollar an hour kind of thing well and e- even with the parking on that on that note it's it's not like you said it's not to, to punish people but it's to to get it moving so somebody doesn't park there for 14 years no all taxes are punishment <laughs> Stop your shit. Well, right now you can park your car there for the weekend three-day weekend in yeah. stadium yeah. The, the days i mean you can't do that if you're looking for the city to store your car or a collection of cars <laughs> for three days at a time no there's not enough parking but that's not enough reason to start building garages hey guys it's justin and i'm here to talk about the Union Club down in Tacoma. This is where we do a lot of our recording now, and I'm really stoked about this. If you don't know about the Union Club Tacoma, it is a mixed-use project contributing to Tacoma's growing artistic and entrepreneurial community. It combines studio space, co-working space, office space, beautiful common areas, galleries, and an event hall in a 15,000-square-foot historic building in downtown Tacoma. This place is beautiful. You heard us talk about about it on the Surge Tacoma podcast, part of the Surge Tacoma network. And if you want to work in an old historic building, this is the thing to do. This is it's just amazing. The view is fantastic. Plus, it's a great place for you to get your work done in a casual environment, plus free coffee. If you want information or to request a tour, it's super simple. Just go to unionclubtacoma.com. That is unionclubtacoma.com. Moving on from this, uh, Josh, I just uh, wanted to ask you a little bit. Now, you are you from originally from Tacoma? Not originally, no. So uh, what got you to Tacoma? Uh, exit 133 in a lot of ways, you know. Nice. Um, I spent from 2007 to 2011 just looking at the blogosphere, you know, reading Eric's stuff, um, getting, you know, used to it. But Oh, awesome. Uh, it worked. Yeah, totally. yeah, it worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, right? I'm here because of <laughs> um, But I came down on a third Thursday and down by UWT, all, you know, the excitement and everything and just got hooked. Uh, so I came back and did urban studies down at UWT and okay, you know, nice. just fell in love with the city for and, sure. And so how long have Thursdays, you... Thursdays. I forgot about those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> third Thursday. Those? Yeah, the yeah. the weirdos with the art walk. Yeah, <laughs> we used to do comedy, right? Yeah. Like after the third Thursdays. Yeah, yeah that Marianne work? Moses yeah, and all that. All right. <laughs> anyway, so so how long have you been in Tacoma then? Since 2011. Okay, it? yeah. So it's yeah. been it's been about uh, almost eight years then at that point. So you've got a, a good foothold on what uh, Tacoma is about. So that's awesome. Um, good opinions for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and you've um, I, I noticed on your bio on the Tacoma Sun that you've been around the world, um, traveling to places like South Africa and Korea and such like that um is it what are some of like the 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 key similarities to the places that you've traveled in tacoma uh you know just kind of surprising you with this little this little question here but are there key like key similarities that you found well i'm smiling a lot of informal settlements in south africa Mm -hmm. um, and we're starting to see that a little bit more here so hopefully that can get resolved uh oh yes yes. right Mm -hmm. homeless issues stuff like that it's nowhere near on the same context informal settlements i'm I'm going what what is he talking about were you slow too yeah Yeah. sorry 
wait, oh, you're talking about yeah. bum buildings. Yeah. <laughs> Got no, it. We'll get into that later. Yeah, and it's no. it's uh, uh, like that uh, we, we, informal settlements. I loved it. Um, but like like the Gulch by the old place I used to live. Like it was it was an interesting uh, location, but a lot of people were coming in, and not necessarily from Tacoma itself, but um, just from uh, adventuring. Kind of. That's the adventurers. They're passing through. That's all. But they're not really passing through, though. They're kind of hanging oh, out now. Oh, yeah. That sucks. Yeah, they were living in that gulch, and it was just. Well, and I mean, even across from from the place, we had the I had the uh, the the bordello. The somebody had a the hobo bordello. Yeah, yeah. The they had a track of land that was just not used because it was was it did it, it burn was tribal back? land? Well, it was tribal land, but it was it also was demolished because yeah, it was a like a a meth house or something. Burn. It was just a, it was a junked out house on yeah. the tribe and it took seven years to get the tribe to finally get, take the pressure from the city it's just to a just homeless brothel it. for seven years well no 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 that well it was just the house and then somebody just came in and dumped a uh double wide uh mm. on it and then that's when it became the brothel fuck yeah <laughs> and that's when i lived across there and it was the crazy you lived across from yeah it was the one and then the, the neighbor lady went crazy oh, and wow. she was bashing out all the windows because oh, someone sad. in there was this trying to steal her house. man <laughs> yeah some of the some some of the one of the ladies in there was trying to steal her man, quote unquote, and uh, finally they deconstructed that. But it was that sort of just it yeah, was, move to C- Tacoma, motherfucker. It's great here. <laughs> they got deconstructed. The version of move to Tacoma.com. Yeah. I heard I heard <laughs> the area behind the Emerald Queen is nice. Yeah, yeah. So my, my point is, it's it's Sorry. bad here, but it could get a lot worse. And if we don't yeah. put in the money now, then we know what it'll look. No, you're 100 percent right. Like uh, San Francisco has a huge mm-hmm. problem. Like mm-hmm. a lot of California has a huge homeless problem. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Something we should watch. Uh, one watch of the, yeah, uh, one of the things, and we're gonna actually. I guess we'll get into the homeless issue. I I found this on uh, on Reddit, so I mean, take it from as you will. But uh, it looks like Councilwoman Pan Roach sent out a flyer asking some questions, um, and one of them was that there are seven towers of cells at the county jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, only three of the towers are filled with inmates, and the re- remaining four towers could hold up to seven hundred homeless people. Mm-hmm. So some of the questions on it um, would be to a turn that in. Into a place where they could uh, stay, uh, have a separate in, uh, entrance I'm, for non criminals. I'm 100% okay with that, man. Uh, or allow them to have low cost access to the showers, toilets, and other amenities in that sort of way. You, what do you guys think about that? Because it seems like an interesting proposition to use something that is you not. You can tell being me I'm used. wrong. I'm okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did talk to uh, correspond with Derek Young on that, and I thought it was kind of an absurd uh, proposition, but he basically said you could do it if you want to spend about 10 times more than we currently spend per person and bring somebody else in a jail system. And of course, there'd yeah. be the look of it. Is, is that being mean? Is that stigmatizing homeless? Oh, yeah, absolutely. But practically, I mean, it's a super secure facility with guards and stuff running all over and the people that get paid a tremendous amount of money. Mm-hmm. Usually homeless facilities, the, you know, there's people that are being paid minimum wage and social service workers to mm-hmm. run that. So it kind of sounds fun. Not fun, <laughs> but it sounds like, oh, there's some space here. Feasible sort of thing, yeah. Over there. But practically, I don't think it, from what I understand, it doesn't work because it'd just be so so expensive for the facility well, and the high, you know, security facility. And, yeah, and some of the 
and some of the people are talking about like in those areas basically being cordoned off so it's not with obviously with the general population of the inmates um, and then also run by the same sort of social working uh, volunteers and such like that and it again yeah on paper it seems like oh this is completely feasible mm-hmm. but like I mean I'm just a guy doing a podcast There's I don't, a I don't know one thing or the other so one thing I I think Tacoma I always encourage to you know the, the Tacoma leaders to try to please stop being shocked stop just please stop it there's we've got a homeless issue mm-hmm. other east coast cities have dealt with this like detroit and new york and uh newark they've dealt with this before there's a methodology for doing it so they should look at you know peer-reviewed research and compa- good comparative models other cities mm-hmm. don't be so shocked and try to improvise something and tacoma keeps trying to do that and they just cluster it and then they they write down just like they always do okay everybody's list of concerns and they go <laughs> Okay, we're going to do it like that. And it's like, do you realize people have been working on it? Like New York's been working on this thing for 100 years. I mean, it's kind of new for us. But really, there's best practices of, of this is done. So if they do that, I think we're going to be in the zone for it. Mm-hmm. Well, in the 18, late 1800s, what they used to just torch the homeless camps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, right, well, man. at least we've come a little way yeah. ways in so, about 150 years. Figure that out. <laughs> and, you know, in city council in the 90s, they moved the homeless shelter to drive the property value down so University of Tacoma could own half a hilltop. Really? It's totally a thing. Yeah. So think about where it used to be. It used to be where the old Greyhound station is downtown. Uh-huh. The lowest property value in the city follows where the most homeless people are. Mm-hmm. So they move the homeless shelter over to where it is now, and they dropped the property value of that entire hill, uh-huh. and then they bought it all up. Mm-hmm. Genius. Mm-hmm. Slimy, yeah. but genius. Well, and Wherever I mean, the homeless people are is the poorest poorest. Pop, well, pop, but now they're co- housed, though, right? So it was a yeah. win-win. It was a win-win. It's not like they re- eliminated it and never gave them that. Well, house. and if it wasn't they for University them. of Washington Tacoma, like there would be no innovation in downtown whatsoever. Uh, we'd have basically ha- we'd have yeah. half of downtown at best right now. Yeah, so and that was. A, I think that was a smart move. Well, and, it, and then the soap initiative, they pushed out all the homeless people into Lakewood. <laughs> homeless uh, solicitation of drugs and yeah. amphetamines. I think it was. I don't remember mm-hmm. what soap exactly stands uh, for. State. State out area prostitution. Yeah. It was something like that. It was one of those things. I remember uh, when we were security guards. Yeah, we were security guards. Yeah, downtown. It. it was like, this is the soap area. It's like, uh, even if yeah. you're known to uh, have participated yeah, in you, prostitution, mm-hmm. if you're in this area, you will just be picked up. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that was kind of pushing that. And yeah, I guess going to but, Lakewood. And push Lakewood. And then it's just, it just moves it around. But if it wasn't for University of Washington coming in and saying, hey, if you guys don't clean this up, we're not putting a college here, we wouldn't have the downtown that we have. So Oh, we'd have very little downtown. And there's a lot of things that have centered off that and higher education probably you guys wouldn't exist yeah <laughs> it's oh, way I don't know about that we're not really but it would be a completely different city that yeah of all the decisions Tacoma made that was probably one of the best one in mm-hmm. the last 50 years UWT because so many other things have been disasters and have not worked Good uh, intentions like 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 what like anything uh, offhand that how Ooh, many hours good, do you have Justin yeah. call him how out. many hours no, 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 yeah, I can <laughs> lay it on the table bro all right maybe just one point. example oh. <laughs> uh, after this let's go have a party with uh, us and your friends at Tolson Plaza and mm. see that happen in place the what. The Tolson Plaza. I don't know uh, where that is. Is that that weird little thing right down in, right across the street from the DeVita building? Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What it's is a, that? It's a park, uh, technically a park, right by, across from Tacoma Art Museum. You know, oh, Art Museum. oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh, with the, with yeah. the uh, water features and with stuff? With the water yeah, features. Yeah, where uh, the social bar or whatever it is. Yeah, so he tells they about the, the bars around there. It costs millions of dollars <laughs> to create. And no empty and dead, Dawn of the Dead, 
uh, Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> that, that one, uh, uh, 99% of the time, they jumped it urban with, in the car video, yeah. remember? Yeah. 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 Oh, you got to use that. That was part well, of the and, and bride, <laughs> Brides need a place uh, to take their wedding photos, absolutely. and so do all the little high school kids uh, for their senior photos. That's used the only, have you're the right. skating I didn't rink in think it. about that. You used to have the skating rink in it for a month, so it was like functional mu- like 10% of the time. Yeah. Even that was too sad and dead, so they moved they it, moved it there. down there over by the convention Homeless center. people don't want to be in there. Why? It's too sad and depressing and empty. You can't even do anything. You can't all yeah. Oh, no, now, you, all, now yeah. I hadn't even thought about that yeah. being complete civic yeah, it's failure. Uh, failure of a public space of, of design. It costs millions and millions of dollars. All it did is make a cement dead zone. Uh, so there's one. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no, right but off the top hey, of your head. Nice. You do the slider cook-off in that park uh, one time a year. There's a slider cook-off? Oh, you don't know about the Seattle Art Museum slider competition? No. Yeah, 11-11 uh, wins it almost every year. <laughs> that makes sense. They get good burgers. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, they do. There you go. Uh, so David Bowe also did a bunch of great um, work and research and analysis as far as, you know, decisions that the city has made over the years. And well, we do have some, like, sloppy things around sure. Tacoma. And I think, like, when I think about just our public spaces, mm-hmm. we did do a piss-poor job of supporting public space. Like, that weird little patch of... Green that they have next to the bus where the buses drop off mm-hmm. is technically a park. Do you know how come I know that? Because you're not allowed to open a weed dispensary down there because that piece of land is considered a public park. Really? Same thing with the totem pole. What? That weird little because it's yeah, Fireman's Park. Side. Or oh, yeah, yeah Fireman's Park. And yeah. they chased uh, all the people that are ever in that State Farm building. They chased Russell Investments out of there. Yeah. City of Tacoma sucks. We're, we're learning. Yeah. We're learning. No, 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 right. Great City Podcast. You guys are going uh, back and forth on their, their <laughs> angels. So they suck. Well, they're trying to get better, but yeah. they've just, um, you know, when you make a public space, you've got to have active edges. You've got to have buildings. You have to have bars. You have coffee shops surrounding them. Otherwise, they're dead. So mm-hmm. public spaces are basically a summation of the edges. Mm-hmm. You, you mm-hmm. add the edges up, and when you get your summation that's what your what how your public space is going to operate Tolson Plaza zero 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 yeah there's nothing and what there. do you get surprise zero at yeah. the end yeah Damn. there's nothing there like it would be a good spot for well parking even sucks there like you it's all parking from somebody's condos. You might as well park on uh, as much as parking uh, lots or a blight. That'd be at least something to go in there because right so, yeah. now it's just dead. So let me take the, the opposite view then. Okay. okay. All right. This all is right. great. So, so I think what I like about Tacoma, it's a great urban laboratory. Yeah, we've made a bunch of mistakes, but we're also learning from them. We've got some great people. Oh, don't take me wrong. Right I'm proud no, of my Tacoma. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm very right. proud yeah. of Tacoma. And that's part all of the right. thing but is being, thinking about what yeah. we wasted money on. Because like the, yeah. the Pacific Ave redesign, right? It's beautiful down there. Now, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Oh, so they've done some good job, things. Yeah. I mean, one good thing we had, the best thing we have for the city, why there's even a city, which are little places that don't even have a potential to reach, like Fife or Federal Way or SeaTac or Tuckwood. <laughs> grocery stores? There's no, <laughs> there's no potential for the city. Yeah. We have a grid. There's yeah. a grid mm-hmm. that if you do it right, it's already laid out and you can make it very walkable. And we have 19 mixed use centers. So, so you, even though it's broken and beaten, you still have the potential for life. And the the interesting thing is too is like there didn't seem to be like like Seattle had that there were like two people who were actively who actively hated each other mm-hmm. that were building Seattle and so you have like the Denny Way triangle where it grids in where it's I want to build it one way and I want to build it another day right. we don't have that in Tacoma so I think that helps in a boon as well uh, and it's just yeah yeah so we're coming up they're trying to do I think they did parking. 
pretty well downtown at, at the end of the day. They did well, that for what you're dealing with. Uh, we still, you know, people talk about, what, isn't Tacoma getting uh, gentrified? Isn't it too wealthy? And I'm like, uh, until we get our historical buildings, like, filled up, like mm-hmm. Old City Hall and the Elks and yeah. some of our other major ones, we don't even get to have that conversation. Why? And, and I'm sure you people have talked so about funny gentrification it, of the well, show, it's, right? It's, yeah. Well, rent is so high. Yeah. That's kind of gone up a bit, but we don't because to gentrify, really, you have to eject somebody out. Like, oh, you're kicking me out. We have so much retail vacancy in the city in, like, every neighborhood except maybe Proctor Mm -hmm. that – Someone moving into a dead spot, a dead area, retail spot that's been empty, vacant for a year or two is not gentrification. Uh, just that's a good occupying. argument. I like that. Okay. And they're, and they're like, weirdly, you talk about McMinimins, which mm-hmm. is going to be taking over the Elks Lodge very soon, actually, because uh, at this point, I know Get that they're, ticket, they're, April yeah, 24, they're taking yeah. reservations now. <laughs> yeah. Um, the pictures are looking yeah. really good. Dude, it's it looks awesome. beautiful yeah. just from the outside. Yeah. It's, we and uh, we are right next door there at the Union Club, which has yes. been is an old 18. 18- building that has been repurposed as an event center for uh, uh, workspaces and where they're graciously letting us do a lot of our podcasting, which helps out a lot because it's that repurposing. And then you talked about Tacoma City Hall, which uh, Surge put in the bid for as well. And it's going to be multi-use. It's going to have the event area. They're going to have uh, micro housing, the, mm-hmm. the, the apartments uh, as right. like sort of thing. How do you guys feel about those? Because uh, I can understand it on the terms of like college kids living in like micro apartments, like itty bitty uh, places. What the fuck is that word you just said? Apodments. <laughs> what is that? It's it's a it's an apartment that. It's really what it sounds like. A pod. You know, it basically it's like it's a storage unit apartment. Essentially, yeah, they're really really tiny. They leave it outside. It's like the white ones that are pods. You walk it's like in, a, they park you at night, minute. and then they wait drop you back. Is down it like in that little apartment? Remember that time that you you flushed my soul down the toilet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. That size Remember apartment? that time? smaller. Well, smaller I'm gonna than give, that. Oh, yeah, shit. I'm going to give that question to Joshua since he's a one of the senior people at Tacoma Housing Authority. Oh, yes. Gonna get me in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not true. He, he's a he's a housing. I know a little bit. Don't, he knows housing. He knows housing, and he, I live in he a house. runs apartments. <laughs> he lives in an apartment. We talked about travel early on. I spent some time in South Korea as well, mm-hmm. and people love it there. You know, it takes a, a special kind of culture around it. It takes a special user of it, um, but you don't need a whole lot of space. You know, you end up spending more time outside. You have a place to store your stuff and to sleep, and then you're doing exciting things. Otherwise, you're in the heart of a downtown area it's super urban and you get to know well people it's i guess it's the idea way. of yeah. when you go to vegas you don't care about your yeah, hotel room yeah, absolutely if right. you make if you live your life to actually live life totally and you're a guy or a girl or you by yourself and totally. you just need a place to shit shower shave shampoo mm-hmm. and maybe microwave some ramen <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, especially I think, at what mm-hmm. 600 bucks a month yeah absolutely. i think it's a right. transition the market, the market. Yeah. yeah what you can how much crap can you store in your place and how much can you hide away from the public sphere mm-hmm. for your own mm-hmm. private property versus where do you live where's your location and where do you meet people? Like, we're not meeting at one of your guys' mansions right now. We're leading a public space. And this is a good example of that. My mansion's got a Multi- fence blown That's right. I want you guys to see it. We're going to ban fences in Tacoma. It's yeah, okay. yeah, right. I live in Renton, dog. I need help. <laughs> You're on I live own. on a golf You're course. They're, they're just mad about the greens right now. So and cities used to take care of the poor much better, or accommodate them much better as they do now. In the last 60 years, they've kind of zoned the poor out. A lot are written about that because they said minimum house size. They go... 
Well, we care about the poor so much. Well, how much? Well, every house needs to be 2,000 square feet, and every lot needs to be, you know, a quarter acre, mm-hmm. and you need to have three parking spaces. Mm-hmm. Well, once you do that, mm-hmm. you think you're being nice. House. No, you're not. <laughs> you're excluding them out. So yeah. you allow them to share space in the city by allowing smaller units and more apartments and more mm-hmm. density. Of course, that's a big thing in Tacoma. It's so nimbyish that's very difficult to build much at all. And uh, this actually plays right into where I'm living because I'm living on the east side, but um, the city of Tacoma is proposing housing, and uh, one of the biggest problems is, because I go to our uh, 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 monthly meetings. Yeah, you do. I haven't gone to the Enact. It's okay. just the local, okay. the small one. I think I'm going to be going to the Enact yeah, pretty it, soon, though, it. because the big thing is they want to build these um, apartments, Yes, and it is literally everyone else besides my wife and I are over 60. Like, mm-hmm. at almost 40, we're the youngest people there. And it was, I wanted to go and check this sort of thing out, and that's the one thing they're freaking out about. And to some extent, I understand their arguments, but they're very they're very strategically um, given in terms of, we want to make sure that we're not going to have too many people. We want to have some people, but we don't want to... Nimbyism. Yeah, and it is. What the hell is that word? Not in my backyard. Yeah. So I don't oh. want this in my backyard. I, w- I, I love the, the thought of having all of this housing. I just don't want it I'm in my location. <laughs> I didn't know that either. So like, I'm like, well, too. I was like, nimby, like, nim- uh, like nebulous? Nimbious? Nim- nimbo? <laughs> I don't know. I, cloud type, yeah. I don't understand. <laughs> and so that's the big argument. But the problem also is, is that uh, the city of Tacoma wants feedback when they haven't given us anything on terms of what they want to do. They're like, well, we're thinking about doing this, but they haven't told us like how many units they want to put into the place or anything along those lines. So the city of Tacoma wants to build an apartment building. Yes. Right? And what is the purpose of this apartment building? Is it to... It's to house... Like low-income uh, senior, senior housing and low-income families. Okay. So, so it's a, so it's a, it's a low-income... It's a project. They want to build a project. I guess. Okay. But well, guess yeah. what? We need to be, have a place for people to live. And that was the thing too, yeah. Having had two rental properties mm-hmm. and knowing what I charged him for rent and what my my mortgage was mm-hmm. and now what my ex is now getting for that house, we need to figure out a way to house people. Yeah. Supply and demand. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Josh just said supply and demand. That's completely right. Yeah. It's so interesting that there's people going, the price of housing is just too high. And as if, as if and they come to the city complaining about that, as if the city can, like, Dictate any it. of that, like yeah, the yeah, price yeah. Of gold. I want to. Yeah. It's I really the price of buy rent. It's not actually ring. the price of property in the state. Yeah, or in the city. Like, so I, wanna, uh, I want the city to pass yeah. something that lowers the price of gold right now. Because <laughs> I want to buy a big gold ring for fifty bucks. Okay. Um, the more you know, you can. It isn't rocket science. The more housing you have compared to how many people want housing, the lower prices you're going to have. Mm-hmm. Or at least will mitigate future prices. Well, and they can price fix their own projects. Yeah, I mean, I hate using well, for the word this, project, can, but that's it gets the point lower. across. It gets the point yeah. across too. So yeah, like, so you want to do that? Involved, totally, yeah, totally. But, but sh- it's a good point too. The education piece, like if they want meaningful feedback, they've got to give meaningful information too. There's absolutely. education part of it. Absolutely, and so that just kind of runs well, into this sort of problem. They need to do it, uh, mm-hmm. but generally, you know, each project's different. But generally, we want to build a lot more housing if we're going to mitigate future prices. Well designed housing, yeah. Good, good design means a lot. Well, it, and the good news is there's lots of good builders out there that can build. 
apartment buildings. Uh. Very functional. I've lived in some great ones. I lived, I lived in Hotel Olympus. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, pretty well designed for yeah. being there for a million yeah. years. Yeah. But it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I, I hope it's in your backyard. Not on my golf course. Yeah, we had, the, we had a big showdown in Proctor, of course, Proctor Station. Oh, now yeah, there's two of them. Huge, huge things. And, you know, it's been a mixed-use center for 100 years, and people came out, and they're going to build, oh, my gosh, a six-story building. And they go, there's going to be shadows, and it's going to be – they go cry, and they go, but what about the children? They're, it's right across the street from a school. It's and that's horrible. The, that's the a argument they use for story. everything. It's yeah. like there's not enough parking because, well, we, we don't want you parking on this street because what if a child wa- runs behind a car? And then well, you suddenly you can't parking see Parking in Proctor is a shit show. Yeah. That's true. Well, it's coming. It's still free. So demand's still very, very low. I mean, one day, if they build four or five more of those buildings, they might have to charge for parking. Look, they I do. moved my doctors from Proctor to a different location because I couldn't ever find parking. <laughs> I, I find it in the middle yeah. of... I, I find this it. is right at my doctor's office. Oh. <laughs> like, well, it's not like, walking yeah, two yeah. blocks. Within, yeah. I have to walk. No, within, within the, the Those days are over, block. my friend. Yeah, within uh, the giant four blocks of where my doctor's office was, there was never parking. So shared parking though you've got two grocery stores over there i could have right? taken Safe a line bike oh, there you go you right take a scooter and then when you get to the doctors after you bailed uh, you're already there so the no, congratulations all my doctors <laughs> and everything are still in tacoma <laughs> <laughs> like, so like, now that it's there proctor station looks great it's working it added like five different retail spots to it mm-hmm. so you've extended and that's what's beautiful you create this living room feel with buildings on both sides and you walk down and you have one continuous retail oh frontage. interesting yeah and that is beautiful beautiful people love it. It replaced, you know, that old teriyaki place and that sad little strip mall that used to be there. You yeah. walk around. People don't want to walk by that. Pedestrians do not want to walk in front of a uh, surface level parking lot. They will stop and they will turn around. Now there's mm. more frontage and mm-hmm. top pot donuts at the end. So oh, I didn't more know they put a top pot So that's Parker. beautiful. Oh, Terry's mm-hmm. offers mm-hmm. tavern starting to get sweaty. Oh, <laughs> man. To worry. Rent's going up, Terry. Man, I remember that place. They're building an apartment, <laughs> by the way, right by Terry's office. Oh, that really? For them, yeah. But well, our good units. friends own Peaks and Pints, and oh, or, there you go. Uh, well, the brothers, but yeah. either way, yeah. uh, they're doing really, and they're excited about because it's more more business and more right. business is better for mm-hmm. everybody. Oh yeah, and there's tons of neighborhoods. So Proctor's doing pretty good. The thing I'm interested about: what you guys think about Point Ruston? Mm. Well, I, I think it's Josh, nice down think? there. I think it's nice. I think it's very, yeah, it's very nice absolutely. down there. They, but they healed a, a damaged part of Tacoma too, right? There was yeah. a lot of nobody was nobody's kid was allowed to play in the dirt anywhere in there. There you go, mm-hmm. there you go. You didn't have to worry about that's what's cars. wrong with me. Absolutely. I played in the dirt at Point Ruston. <laughs> I want a bumper sticker that says that or a shirt. <laughs> it was a super fun site, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't it? Well, that was a super fun site. That was one of the smokestacks. On another show, we'll talk about the sins of Tacoma. Oh man. Yeah, we got to get you back One into that. One of them was mm-hmm. the classical sins, which is basically until Tacoma can be kind of like grown up and rebuilt, uh, not to be fancy, but just the just the the steps it must take and get over the classical impediment sin disabilities that it has. One of them it was the Sarco site. There's just no way as long yeah. as that pit was sitting there and yeah. polluted. Well, and I mean, it, digging it up people's yards. Drive. Mm. You can't play in the dirt on five mile drive. Mm. Really? Yeah, because yeah, of the Sarco smelter. I mean, it, it completely wow. 
wow. destroyed the soil. Of well, course, they've dug them up. Yeah. yeah. So to be able to turn <laughs> that thing into some place that can walk. Now, I was on the chair of the North End Neighborhood Council at the time when they were kind of going through all this stuff. And it had been, you know, rebuilding, you know, the waterfront for a long time. One of the big things we always talked about for downtown, the other one, and this was set like 50 years ago, a goal was an esplanade, a big walkway from downtown all the way to Point Defiance Park. That was the goal. And we've been slowly and surely filling that in one piece at a time at a time. So we knew that was coming in and we thought that was great because you need to have people to have activities. But we wanted a big, wide esplanade public publicly accessible and now they did it and it's really nice if you compare that to Bellingham like where, where, wait so we're talking about Rustin Way from one end of the to downtown yeah. d- to downtown to Defiance yeah. mm-hmm. so sorry I'm having a hard time with maps so there's downtown Tacoma where yep. like the Shupak district ends you mm-hmm. get on the parkway oh explain it to like you don't live here <laughs> oh so whatever I've got a uh, the guy that owns the Odd Otter yeah. he's got me now calling there that the, the, the area down there that mm-hmm. little di- called the Shupak district because it's uh-huh. where the, Sh- the Schuster Parkway I think it's cute Shupak anyway, so they're making a, so they're, you're talking about the walkway from one end of Rustin going all the way to downtown from downtown yeah like Rustin Way you know you uh-huh. walk on the waterfront yeah and then by the fish peddler, yep. by the Foss Waterway. The we're trying park. to extend that. So we have a walkway all the way from downtown. That would be the best. Point. Right? I would ride my electric every, bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> or my line bike. Yeah. Or and every scoot, scoot, years, scoot. we'd not get another part of it. So getting rest. And they're still working on it, by the way, with a dune author where they're trying to make yeah, the Frank park. Herbert. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. That on the end. Mm-hmm. So little pieces, baby steps. But anyway, nice Esplanade. That that place is beautiful. Um, yes, it's expensive. Yes, it's on the waterfront, but it takes so much money to clean that up. I mean, yeah. it just takes so much. So well, and I wonder how much of it's being underutilized because every time I've gone there, like I, the parking lots have been like mostly empty. Mm-hmm. The businesses, like I, you want to go eat. I mean, Wild Pin maybe gets a little busy. The rest of them, I mean, they're happy to see you. I'm hoping that more people will go down there because it seems like. Well, that's you know, a winter, right? Some are they're jammed. You can't get yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I but mean, I can't. I just worry about the businesses because, I mean, they, they've had a little bit of turnover down there. And I'm like, mm-hmm. and I own a small business. So I'm like, mm-hmm. God, I can't imagine what their rent is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a lot. But they make a lot. I mean, yeah. I, they're usually the ice cream full when I go pretty good. There you go. Yeah. Oh, and that burger place, Batch 47 or whatever. That's good. Go eat there. Really? Stack Hill. Huh? Yeah, whatever it's called. The place, like, here's the movie theater. It's right, right here. It's got oh, all yeah. the different bourbons. And oh, stuff. yeah, yeah, and yeah. And the big picture of the cows. Yeah. Oh, man, that place is good. Yeah. <laughs> go, go visit them. That's a real treasure of Tacoma. We've just barely tapped. We just barely. The great wealth of the city, a lot of it is the waterfront. And it's, like, more publicly accessible waterfront than, like, Bellingham or Seattle. And we've just barely tapped into it. There, there's still huge swaths of it where they have, like, uh, by the FOSS, storage lockers. Like, yeah, wow. nothing. Prime waterfront, yeah. and it's like broken. You're like, there's nothing here. Any place else would be worth zillions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. just look at like Alki on like West Seattle. Oh like, God. well, Alki is a great example, except for we don't have the same problem. Like, we could absolutely be better than Alki in every way because we don't have a bunch of housing where people actively live and own property mm-hmm. on the other side of the street. There's right. nothing but railroad car. Mm-hmm. Which, guess mm-hmm. what? If you build a, your buildings there, the railroad doesn't care if they can see the water. Mm-hmm. They're just doing their thing. Oh, so we actually, it's a really good idea. And now I've got a little little excitement in my soul. Because <laughs> I'd like to see that grow. Because I think it's great down there. I think it's beautiful. And what they did is really nice. Their apartments are overpriced. And everything down there is expensive. But you're right. It took them, what, 20 years to get it built? 
Are we Almost. allowed? Are, is this the time in the show that mm-hmm. we're allowed to go meta? Dude, you can do the yeah, fuck you want. Josh, you ready to go meta? Josh, you ready to go Wait, I need a, I need a beer, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. yeah. The commercial break. <laughs> Pimp a commercial. Yeah, okay. we, uh, we, we'll take a break, and then we'll come right back. Hey, guys. Do you like board games? Do you like miniature games? Do you like card games? Do you like any kind of game that doesn't require a battery in it? Well, let me tell you about our partner, Wizards Keep Games and Renton. They're up there at 17148 116th Avenue Southeast in Renton, Washington. Go up there, check them out, tell them you heard about them on the podcast. They've got nightly events, they've got magic tournaments, they've got board game days, they've got specials, they've got all kinds of stuff. Go in there, and if you make any purchase over $20, you get an entry into a drawing. Good for $100 in-store credit if you win. Oh, dang! It is announced at the end of every month in the newsletter, and I heard the owner is pretty awesome. And I also heard that the employees are all right. So, (laughs) get in there, check them out, have a good time, support a local business, and learn about games. Where can you find it? Online? Oh, yeah. WizardKeepGames.com. Check them out on Facebook. Check them out on, I think there's, yeah, there's Twitter. And there's an Instagram. Perfect. So get it. Wizards keep games. Yeah, them. We are back. We have Josh and Eric from the Tacoma Sun. And uh, the old blogosphere is back. TheTacomaSun.com is where you can find out all information. Now, when we left, when we last left you, it was, you're about to go meta. Yeah. So go for it. <laughs> all right. Well, I just want to give kind of what I think, mm-hmm. and Josh will give his input, of where is Tacoma now? I mean, you guys are in there. You guys are in the machine. The The fact that you guys are even going right now is a sign of the state of Tacoma. Mm-hmm. Where you are. So, Tacoma is where we're at. We are a Rust Belt city. We're one of the few, like, Rust Belt cities on there. We're like a Detroit or basically St. Louis. Okay. We're sitting on the Rust This is how I see it anyway. The city's lowest part, probably it, um, the 50s and 60s, you know, we had the Tacoma Mall. It was abandoned. We had a lot of different problems. It was almost whole-scale abandoned. The best photo set was done by this guy in 79 who did a I have that whole thing on my computer. It yeah, is beautiful. Best That's where photo our set in oh, the okay. world. Uh, downtown Tacoma was almost wholly abandoned, 1979. It's just the saddest, most depressing thing. So we've come up and we've made some improvements, but I would say downtown is a, operating about 40% of what it was in the 20s. Um, we're still at about 40%. Things have kind of come down, come up a little bit. But if you drive on like Market, Fawcett, St. Helens, mm-hmm. I mean, you're like, where am I? I mean, if my car broke down, I'd have to, would I be able to walk out? It's like a two-mile walk to get to civilization. That's in the middle of the downtown. So we're coming up. Um, and so what we're trying to do with the Tacoma Sun is try to help guide and with a new life kind of guide things to, you know, so people make smarter decisions. But you guys are great. You guys are like part of it. And the cool thing about Tacoma now, there's enough life. If you have a great idea, there's enough life for it to take off. Okay. Yes. But it doesn't cost much. Of course, this equipment co is extremely expensive. I'm sure. <laughs> this place is extreme. But it doesn't we are cost a rare. Much. We are a rare version of a podcast. If you try in Seattle to do anything, you need like ten million. You want to start a restaurant? Oh gosh, in Capitol Hill. Okay, you need ten million dollars and foreign investors and blah blah blah. Tacoma, there's so much empty space that that you can start about anything. And here's a beautiful thing: if you think you're the best at something, you can just declare you are because there's almost no one to compete with you. You just 
Except for in food, man. We got some food in Tacoma. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, you know, you guys are up there, and it's just like a blue open sky. You just take your space in it, and there's no one really to compete with you. And even if you wanted to start something small, it was at Spaceworks. Yeah. Yeah, like they have the initiative with Spaceworks that really helps you get in on the ground floor. And like you said, there's so much empty space out there that you can you can make something happen with just a small amount of stuff. And that's one of the things that I love about the, the Grit City podcast and the fact that you can that we can highlight the local businesses and it's the people that are trying to push um, whatever they're trying to get out there, their creativity. It's just it's just basic business a lot of the times. And Tacoma is a really good place for that. And it's it's one of those things that I'm glad that the Tacoma Sun is actually uh, in on because that's what we are, too. So, I mean, it's a good partnership at that end because like it's. I just I, I want to see Tacoma be better. Uh, I think that it's gone a long ways, especially when I was a youth down here. Um, like I mean, hell, I, I say it almost every time. The fact that we can go into Wright Park and still mm-hmm. hang out now, where they can have my food buddy's truck having events. a wedding there. Yeah, what? a wedding in Wright's Park. <laughs> right. No, that's yeah. insane. Dude, yeah. there's a there's a conservatory in Wright's Park. Yeah, yeah I almost got married there. I when had I no married idea. Allison. My yeah. I, have, I had family come in, and and that's the museum thing across the, the street. Too. Oh yeah, yeah the the manuscript. Manuscript museum. I didn't. I had no idea this shit was here. And did I you guys know we have a manuscript museum. I yes, know, I, I do. And I've only been there a couple times, but it's pretty cool. There. They have a big oh. gun out front and mortar. Ooh, you know, yeah, Scott, yeah, yeah, Scott, you went to it, dude. It was unbelievable. Mm. Really unbelievable. Like I had no idea what now, I was walking into. So a manuscript museum. This is like I, I thought, like a museum full of dumb books, right? Or <laughs> right? I like I had no yeah, idea what I was walking into. Some dude scribblings, right? And well, and that's kind of what it is. Instead, they they, <laughs> they have. Um, like exhibits, right? Like um, they'll have like a one exhibit, like one page to look at at, at a thing with a description. But it, um, like the current one was is Darwin and evolution, so it's like um, handwritten oh. notes from Darwin, letters Darwin wrote. Dude, yeah. it was awesome. unbelievable. Almost yeah. no one's in there. I think it's done by a private company. Yep. It's they all privately owned. Like yep. no uh, budget. I mean, yeah. nobody even goes well, the guy, in there. The guy I mean, said it's secret. It's, it's right free. by Wright's yeah. Park. It's crazy, <laughs> dude. It's free to get into. That's the awesome. guy said um, they're the largest private um, owners of. Uh, manuscripts in the, in the country and they have two or three different ones in different cities and and it's just like a billionaire family and I've just a ton of money and, and it's like they didn't want to buy a sports team I've lived here um, for a long time and I never How ever knew about there? that a long time, dude. It was one of the neatest things I've ever been to. Honestly, like no. um, they right, had, in the, right in the middle of the park, just yeah. on top of the park, right in the middle. Yep. Damn. Like actually, that, like physically in the uh, middle. No, of across the, the street, right like across by the, the hobnob. Uh, no, other side, middle, on the side, top side, like, like the hospital side or something. Um, or or the dude, no, the apartments where, where the one way. Yeah, it's right across from the conservatory. Oh, Dan used to live right there, dude. It was the neatest thing. They had they had World War Two paperwork like signed treaties from the end of World War Whoa. II. Yeah, like the real ones, like the legitimate original. Go to the conservatory, look forward, click your heels there you go. three times. <laughs> I was blown away. I had no idea it was here. So. Yeah. There's a bunch of like, that secret stuff in Tacoma. Like, oh, yeah. you, you can just wander around and find some really amazing things that, fuck, I didn't even know about that. Just a normal, you know, old Tacoma building that goes there's so much empty space like yeah. hundreds of thousands there's secret of empty tunnels space. there's yeah. Shanghai tunnels yeah. uh, in Marconi's two <laughs> yes there's Shanghai tunnels you guys are talking to Steve Dunkelberger yeah. Yeah. Chinese tunnels there's tons of those and the funny thing is it's they, like he knows he won't say he knows there's there the funny thing is Nicoma they keep filling more tunnels and they go well we don't really have Chinese tunnels but we keep filling them in then they find some more then they find some more it's like dude you've put all these together you got it I lived uh, not lived I, I Brogan and I both worked at 
at the Tacoma Road Center, which... Uh, That's a crazy building. It is. So it's mm-hmm. a Department of Science Council on one end, and then you go uh-huh. across to the, the Court of Appeals, and it's right. connected, and the Court of Appeals is a... Uh, it was a brand newish building, however many That's years ago. That's my law school. Oh, okay, yeah. And so, like, they did... Seattle stole it. <laughs> <laughs> did they? Yes. Um, the, it was more of an updated building on the uh, Court of Appeals, but on the other side, it's the Department of Science Council, and it's an old-ass building. Second floor down there is where they do all the storage, and it's literally a wood floor that goes to yep. a brick wall that with has been bricked over. Middle, like somebody, with a hole. Yes. A hole, and you Jeez. look in that hole, and it goes into a tunnel, and it's creepy as hell. And in that tunnel? Is where they store all of the clothing that they lend inmates. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like they have like a little goodwill rack Mm -hmm. of suits, women's dresses and men's suits that were for the court. Yeah. For the so anybody if you didn't have a suit, at least yeah. you had something there. Yeah. Hopefully it would fit. And now, granted, they were all dusty and awful, and probably hadn't been used in forever. All the old buildings you know, have to, are connected to the Chinese tunnels. They all have the old entrance. They go talk to Dave McConey's. McConey's. Yeah, I want to go got to down like, there. If I He'll had a bunch of money, I'd buy one of those buildings yeah. to just bash through, and I would urban exploration. Well, Andrew, yeah. Yeah. Andrew brought us a bunch of pictures. Remember the ghost oh, hunter? Yeah, he brought us Andrew. a bunch of pictures from Tacoma. Has such a strange, wonderful history. Most of it's corrupted, especially in the early. 1900s and such like that but it's one of those things that uh, going along the lines of even like the secret places and like all of it like there's so much that Tacoma has to offer it was built boldly unlike other cities it was built bold. like the Bank of California they still is empty another build empty building you guys know the Bank of California building is on Pacific Avenue right across the street from the new convention center yeah is it uh, not the new convention center Bank oh. of California building yeah, brother down yeah right by Starbucks yeah. oh downtown. okay 11th yeah. and, uh, Pacific Pacific Avenue. That's empty. Where the hell is it? It's a monster of a building. The atrium is like is forty stories high with those fancy gold leaf things in there. Wait a minute, what building is this? Sorry, I'm having a hell of a time in my head. It's invisible. You get to see through the matrix. No, well that's (laughs) Eleventh and Pacific Avenue. What else is on Eleventh and Pacific Avenue? The bridge. Mm Hmm. It's the same size uh, as as Starbucks, but not that side. Not that side. Uh, North, north of Starbucks. Where the Mm -hmm. fuck is? Uh, You know where that uh, rock? The place they used to rock out. They used to have a band place underneath there on the parts north parking garage. That will. You know where Eleventh and Pacific is? Oh, the Starbucks. it's, It's a half. It's a half street. No, it stops. Eleventh gets you. Uh, where's that? Thirteenth. God damn it! Tenth is the half street, so it's in between tenth and eleventh. Oh, where the lock is. It used to be yeah. the second oh, house kitchen right location. The lock mm-hmm. yeah. across the street. Oh, that big weird building with the delicious deli in the basement mm-hmm. or in the, on the ground floor. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the post office building. Mm-hmm. No, I'm talking one more block up. Mm-hmm. Shit. <laughs> Google, it. To, yeah. Google it. Yeah. Google it. It has columns, uh, three-story columns on the front. You know how many people yeah. just, just hung no, up on the podcast? <laughs> they're like, fuck, who cares? Just cut that out. Hey, bring, bringing it back, though, right? Lots of emptiness. That's why the Tacoma Sun is all about. It's about rebuilding and repairing the city. You're going you're gonna to fill the empty spaces in Tacoma's No, no, no. We're not doing it. We want to bring attention to it. We want to remind people of how, how bold Tacoma was. And, and allow the city, again. try to make sure the city allows it to happen. So yes. the mantra is first city, do no harm. Please allow people to build things. Allow people to innovate. You couldn't even... Oh, that building. Yeah. He saw, <laughs> saw the light. We gotta, uh, allow things to happen. So we're there trying to like influence city policy mm-hmm. and educate to allow things to be, to for the city to be occupied and for life to come in. You guys are the life. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's good that you guys are, are here. the but framework for people to do great Fuck things. yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. Yes. We're the life. <laughs> 
Well, just I, call Scott your daddy. Oh, that makes it now awkward. Yeah, that just got weird. We just yeah, gave we're giving life. Kind of Somebody's got to be the yeah, dad. Uh, Scott doesn't get to be the dad. Well, Sorry, I hadn't had a beer in like seven days. And when now the you two had dads one. of McMinimans come in, hopefully they will add some more life. <laughs> McMinimans right looks awesome, man. Yeah, I, I know we yeah. said this earlier, but every time I, I look out the window and I, I see it, I'm like, holy shit. I think shit, there's going to be spillover awesome. here. I think you're going to get some McMinimum kind of spillover yeah. well, and what, so much money flying around. Next what, door, can't yeah. avoid it. One of my favorite things, too, is the fact that once the McMinimums opens up, we're going to be doing like pre-funks over there and then slow rolling over here, do some podcasts and hang out and party. So, um, yeah, like I, I, I love I, I'm very hopeful for Tacoma and it seems like both of you guys are, too. So seriously, thank you guys so much. Um, Eric and Josh from the Tacoma Sun, the Tacoma Sun dot com. Um, if people want to contact you or um, help participate in what you guys are doing, what's the best way to get a hold of you guys? Your personal sales work. So um, just no, oh, yeah. So home address is five five five. five. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they can go to the Tacoma, the Tacoma Sun on Facebook oh, and perfect. post and, and send a message there. Um, they can look at our own uh, Facebook pages and send us messages right there too perfect and we'll put all the social media links and stuff on this podcast yeah, as well you can click right on it and check it out and absolutely 100% we're guys going to have to have you back on um, especially talking about the sins of Tacoma uh, I'm excited yes. for that yeah. at some point in we'll time we'll go down there one after another <laughs> each one of them will make your head explode like oh my god that's right that is so amazing and I love it that you didn't think there were you're like like what like yeah. which one yeah exactly and then I well, told I you one you're like oh my god of course and uh, it just started I'd forgotten about that stupid little park Oh, yeah. yeah. Can we just do a podcast at Tacoma's stupid little parks? Yeah. Dead. (laughs) A dead zone. A city. And it's not just a sad And it's hard to get to, too. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Nothing grows there. It's on the backside. Now, if it had just sat there from a a building that lost, then you go, oh, that's kind of sad. But the the unfortunate thing is wholly created by the city. And so it's a (laughs) deliberate repair it. They're going to repair it. Well, I know. I mean, like you could do something there, right? Put a building there. But what would you put there? A building. Building. Yeah. More buildings. Yeah. Like a good building. Yeah. A frontage. <laughs> grid. Store frontage. Type Eric, Josh, again, thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Yes. And Yay. again, you guys, if you guys want to help us out and help support local yes. podcasting, go to patreon.com slash gritcitypodcast. You can find it all uh, on gritcitypodcast.com. Uh, different ways you can do that. We've got hoodies. We've got t-shirts. There are different tiers that you can go ahead and uh, back us. So it's such, as easy as four bucks a day if you just or four bucks a day god damn <laughs> we'll take four bucks a day I, I, yeah, yeah, yes, four bucks a day uh, four bucks a month there you go going all the way up to 50 bucks if you want to have specialized promotion and if you want to actually back us on the big end um, do that uh, follow us on the, all the social media it's easy to find just grit city podcast you can find all of that at gritcitypodcast.com all right guys thank you so much <laughs> hey thanks for having us listeners thank you and scott I hate you. You're welcome. <laughs> You've been listening to the Grid City Podcast. Check them out at gridcitypodcast.com. <laughs>